This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh. <laughs> Sarah and Vinny on Alice. Have a very nice day at work. <laughs> Alice at 97.3. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. It's brought to you by RadioAlice.com. You should bookmark that and head over there. We always have stuff going on on RadioAlice.com. You can head there for the ultimate music experience. Stay on top of the latest news in the music industry. Follow your favorite DJs. Hi. And enter exciting contests for a chance to win big. Plus, catch up on all the latest episodes of our full show podcast. Our full show is a podcast every day. The Sarah and Vinny Show. A little daily dose of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Don't miss a beat. Visit (laughs) RadioAlice.com. Right now. Do it. Uh, Vinny, you and I have had many talks about, like, where is this all going to go to? All of these thousand streaming systems that you can... That, and we're all paying all these subscriptions and five bucks a month here, three ninety nine here, fifteen ninety nine here. Not to mention cable or satellite or whatever else you're bringing your stuff into your house on. Smart TVs, how they handle everything, Apple TV. I'm actually interested uh, because we do radio and have our whole adult lives. We've signed up for most of this stuff because we need to be we need to be able to see all the things that are happening in the world. Right. If you're someone who doesn't do media for a living and don't have to watch all this stuff, I wonder how you do decide what you're going to keep and what you're going to get rid of. Right. It's it's a lot. No question. And it's a lot easier to get signed up for these things than it is to cancel them. Like they make they by design. It's very challenging to get something canceled. You know, some of them. It's criminal. Can, some. Well, yeah, I had to not. Well, I, I will never have serious. Even if I took a job down the line at Sirius Radio, oh. I would never, ever have them. They went at, like I had this situation where they I was not signing up again. They sent me the resign and here's your bill and please mail your money. And I was not signing up. I'm canceling. I don't want this anymore. They just billed me for the year, kept me on. And I was like, why didn't this go away? I called them. <clears throat> oh, you, you can't get that here. You got to if you want to cancel, you got to. I end up on the phone with someone in the Philippines. I end up in this death like circle yep that i can't get out of and when i finally got done and got free and got my re i was like i would never go through that again and that's just one example of probably what a million people have gone through with all these different sometimes you just give up you're like it's not worth 
it's not worth. I'll pay the hundred dollars to not have to jump through any more of these hoops. No, I was so mad that it became criminal. Right, it became a like I'm not letting this go. I'm gonna get some water and I'm gonna kill however many hours it takes to get out of this deal. I actually wonder why you can't just do some of this stuff through your credit card. Do not pay this anymore. You know, I think PayPal lets me do that. I can say no more on this. I think you can. Yeah, I should try that because I think on, that's the roundabout way is to just yeah. get rid of that card or tell that card that you're that's got to be it. Well, it's not even. Yeah, just tell the card because that's that, I have considered canceling my I've talked to you about this. You and I have had this conversation many times. Like mm-hmm. some of it, I'm just pulling my hair. I, I get my visa bill and there's a zillion things on it. And I go, I how do I some of them are just so cryptic and there's a phone number and sometimes John will actually get mad and he starts calling all the numbers he's like oh yeah that one was legit this one I have no idea what it is and it's only a dollar 99 every month but you're like what is it <laughs> is it worth a dollar am I gonna just keep paying a dollar 99 to not have to you know I got in that situation I just explained to you I got mad and it became a principal thing like mm-hmm. I'm getting rid of this and I'm getting rid of it with them directly and I'm letting them know and then I ended up on the phone in the Philippines and was like these people don't care I know well Why and they just they keep sending you they get to a point with you and they're like well we haven't retained them yet make them jump through 10 more hoops see if we can just get them to continue paying us oh yeah, it ugh, is right. Okay, so where were you headed? I'm sorry, so, I, ch- I chopped. No, you no, off. that's please. I, I honestly, it's just one more of these. You know, when you hear that Disney is somehow not making money on their streaming service, it. I think to me that was eye opening. I thought, how is that possible? Ninety percent of what's on there they already produced, and they're getting a billion easily a month. From the people who subscribe. How well, is this not making money? I use it regularly. Mm-hmm. I use it regularly. Yeah. So, and it's got, it's not just Disney, it's Star Wars, it's Marvel, it's. I think it's ESPN. I think yeah. you, you can get all kinds of sports stuff on there too. So, Disney Plus just, I mean, if they can't make it happen, I don't know how anybody does. So, Warner Brothers, which is, by the way, HBO Max, or Max oh, okay. now, I guess, only, uh, and more, um, and Paramount, which is the CBS properties. You know, I watched Survivor on the Paramount app, and uh, they're in merger talks. And I'm wondering if this is sort of the beginning of how this is all going to happen. Like, for Paramount to now own HBO or vice versa, they say, actually, they're trying to discover who it would benefit more to buy whom. Like, will Paramount buy Warner Brothers or will Warner Brothers buy Paramount? Because what we're really talking about here is just a conglomeration, right? I mean, this is they're just going to take these properties. And I think Paramount bought Showtime recently. So it's like those are all going to now be under the umbrella of Warner Brothers or HBO and all the Warner Brothers stuff will be under the umbrella of Paramount. Or maybe they'll do a true merge and I don't be know. Warner Paramount. I don't know. It seems very strange that companies of that size find themselves saying, we're not making enough money like this. Let's be bigger. Right. Well, how do you think that's going to fix anything? I don't know that it ever does. I mean, I I know know that they go back in and they say, well, what can we cut? Okay, that's one way to be profitable. 
fire people and cut stuff. But in reality, do you even want to really be in this business at all? I know. You know, because that's the point that you're making. I think that I feel like they make the cuts in all the wrong places. It's like when a company buys a bunch of companies that are like itself and holds them all like this and says, we'll just have one HR and it'll take care of all of them. And now, you know, you've got instead of 15 different HRs or an HR at each location, you've got a central one that thousands of people are now trying to all use and log into and ask questions of. Right. 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 I mean, okay, you're spending less money on that and it's completely ineffective and people don't enjoy that part of working for you. I don't know. I I don't know what I hope whatever you're talking about goes the way for the people. I I want the corporations to make their money. But these the entertainment right now is as be- as good as it's ever been, and I would hate to see that start to go backward because we've really improved to a point where you can't believe how good regular TV is. Not regular these the Netflix or yes these it's streaming so things. Good. It's great. Oh my god! It really does feel like some of the big ones are. I mean, Apple is not skimping. Star power, good writing, excellent production values. These aren't just TV shows. These are 18-hour-long movies, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really just become, like, to the point where something, you can tell when something's half-assed or when they didn't put the money and time into it. it and, and that will just ultimately fail. Like, the bar is so high, and our expectations as consumers are so high. So... I don't know where it all ends, but I saw this and thought, wow, even HBO, even Max, which also has that giant library of movies and shows and all the, I mean, all these places aren't making money. They can't be and also be looking to to merge. So I don't know. I don't know what, how this will wind up, but it's a, it's a big story today. It was, I saw it in several places. Warner Brother Discovery is the name of that company. And Paramount Global is the name of the other company, and they're gonna one will buy the other, or they'll merge, or nothing will happen because the government might say no. Right? Uh, let's move on to my Twitter sucks part of the program. Oh, uh, well, t- Twitter's Twitter. dead. Yeah, I don't call it X. It's stupid. Okay. I, I call it Twitter. <laughs> You're boycotting the name change. Got it. Go on. Yeah. I am. And you know what's funny? So is everyone else. Even this story is called Twitter Goes Down for Users Globally. So Twitter last night, Elon bought Twitter and proceeded to fire everybody. They say he's down to 500 engineers or 580 engineers, whatever it is, which I don't. He, Some people are saying he's fired 80% of the staff. That's just, and I don't know. I don't have those numbers in front of me, but there are sources who say that was 80, there's, they're all doing the same work, and there's only 20% of them. Something, oh, here it is. Fewer than 550 full-time engineers. They say the resources are spread thin. And it's harder to maintain services. Last night at about 9.30 our time, uh, about 80,000 reports rolled in that Twitter was down. People were trying to post to Twitter. Hmm. And so that, most of our country... I don't know what time people are going to bed on a Wednesday night, but I guess it would have affected us here on the West Coast. 
But that was after midnight on the East Coast, so it didn't affect America all that much. But worldwide, people were like, I would love to tweet about that, but I can't. And so it went down for a while, and they say it's not the first global outage experienced by Twitter since it was taken over by Elon Musk. About a year ago, the site went down for a few hours, and they just, people are blaming the short staff that they don't have the manpower that they need to keep it up. And I don't know what the deal is with it, and luckily I don't use Twitter anyway. Right. Just occasionally look at it when I see a story about it. And a lot of times, it's like, oh, it's another reason to not to, like, People just tank, well, maybe they don't tank themselves on Twitter anymore because it seems like no one's getting in trouble for anything anymore. Would he just let Alex Jones back on the platform? Yay. Oh, well, yeah, the standards have changed. But you know who I think of? Pardon me. I think of our guy, Scott Budman. He's Mm. a guy who uses X regularly and and likes, loved Twitter Mm -hmm. for the purpose of delivering news. He's a newsman. He works for NBC Bay Area and, of course, the Alice News Network. But he's out there using that to deliver important stories, and this has become a bummer for him. Yeah. Yep. I think he still uses it, it, but it's not as widely used as it once was. There's there's been people bailing. Right. And so he's – I think he's gotten more into other – I don't know if it's TikTok or – I know, you know I see him on Instagram too, but there's a threads thing that everyone's talking. Isn't that the meta answer to Twitter? Yeah, I don't like I, it. I am uh-huh. actually seeing a lot of people like I'll see stories where it's like on threads. It said blah, 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 blah. And oh, so and you're I, saying it's becoming more widely used. I'm definitely seeing it more for me okay. to even if I'm aware of something, it means that people are out there using it. Yeah. OK, cool. So, yeah, I don't know what the future of that will be or if some other Thing, but I feel like there's a bad taste in people's mouths over Twitter X, whatever the F, you know, he should right. just call it F. I don't know. <laughs> Someone needs to just name something. Well, if he's able to do what he's hoping to do, which includes in, uh, a crypto bank and a bunch of other aspects of use in your life. That multi use. What is it? WeChat that's used in China. It's oh, mm-hmm. his yes. whole goal apparently is to make this. That's why he changed the name is to make it this multi-use banking, blah, blah, blah. It's your everything hub. I have a tendency to... I feel like the hacking problem has never gone away and that putting everything in one place doesn't make sense. But if he can make it completely secure where you feel like there's no chance, okay. Right. That'd be great. The problem becomes... These companies that get hacked who are supposed to not get hacked go silent. They don't want anyone to know it's happened because you're supposed to trust them. So suddenly they're in this cover up where don't tell anybody we got hacked. Shut up. And you're that's the people you're trusting your banking with or your which is horrifyingly scary. No. Yeah, that's and mm, Man, the more we realize, it's even like this morning, you know, my computer froze on me last hour. And it's, you know, it's us. We can joke our way through it. And I've read all the stories, so I, I can see what the story is and kind of, we can kind of talk about it or whatever. It just wasn't the end of the world. But, he, but even, we're, that just is like how reliant we are mm-hmm. on technology. And we, like you were saying earlier this year, just like you gave up paper. Like we gave up paper we don't really print anything out now on on our show and we used to go through 
And it's good, you know, it's nice. We don't have to pay for printer paper and we don't have to pay for ink. But if the computer, if the electricity's out, we're effed. We don't even get a paper delivered to us anymore. That's it. You're cut off. I think the bigger concern, and I've mentioned this for me, is that we're moving to electric cars and PG&E needs to be ready for that. Yeah. You know, whenever that date is, 2030, when we're supposed to fully be transformed to all new cars are electric now and you're not buying any more gas cars and whatever gas cars on the road or the last yeah, gas cars. That, are they? When oh that happens, <clears throat> if PG&E can't deliver electricity, where does that put us all? Right. So, yes, yeah, so I hope they're really working hard on their whatever infrastructure because the world we're gonna it wants them. to change and we want it to and we all want to do our part and try to heal this planet but man things have got to keep up mm-hmm. and it all kind of comes down to electricity like you said that's it is true without that <laughs> you know we think of it as being this old-timey thing that we you know. Oh man, it is. It's when when it starts going. It happens to me a lot more than you guys because I live a little bit farther away than most. Yeah, and in the windy forest yeah, hills. Right. Right. Yes. Exactly. So I've got more issues than most of you. But man, you keep losing power and you keep having to push a generator outside. You're like, this is for the birds. Yeah. I like regular power. Consistent. Right. It is it is a thing we take for granted that our entire way of life goes away. Like, back to the Stone Ages if electricity stops. Because at this point, we're just so... Even, like, mass farming is so reliant on electricity and power. And I, it's just incredible. Like, even things like our water would go away. Like, the pumps are run by that. Like, it's just... It's all going to work out, though. Yes, it is. Every little thing's going to be all right. Happy New Year, everybody. All right, next story. Wow, we talked about that for a while. There's a story today in Variety, and they have decided what the 100 greatest TV shows of all time are. Okay. And there's a lot of them. I'm Obviously, I'm not going anywhere near all 100 of them. However, uh, it it was it's one of those reads that you start going on and you can get sucked in. So we'll put it on the Facebook page, the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. And if you're looking for a way to kill an hour, this is, it might be perfect for you. You can scroll through it pretty quick. I actually made Bryn go through and make me just a simple list of this because it's one of those stories. It's not in the slideshow format, which is actually even more annoying than this, but it's just, it starts at number 100 and there's a pretty good blurb about each TV show. Yeah, Vin, your hands up. What is the highest ranking black and white TV show? Number one. I knew it. I freaking knew it. I don't don't even know which one of the two I'm thinking of it is, but I'm thinking that I was thinking it's got to be one of the earliest sitcoms, either The Honeymooners or The Dick Van Dyke Show. Neither is in the top ten. But what? You're, you're on the right track, my friend. It's funny. That's there's a black and white in the ice. There's one at number 14 as well. I'm trying. To, I don't know what number 19 is. <laughs> OK, give them to me. I'm All sorry. Right. I just I was distracted because I thought I bet you these people picked one of the earliest shows as the best. And there it's a good one. It is a good and one. And it is because some of those early shows did set up what, like the sitcom, how the sitcom's done a lot. Right. It's true. 
So uh, at number one, and I probably should count. Uh, you know why? Why bother? Let's just go through it. Uh, okay. Number one was also in color. It was on that long. It's I Love Lucy. Oh, okay. I love Lucy and she loves me. I watch that. I watch yep. that a lot, actually. And I, in fact, I'm a a big Lucy fan. Yeah, I love Lucy. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, they've got that as number one. And so I, I'm not really sure what their metrics were on this or how they decided, but this is Variety's list of the... And they're not just talking. We're not talking an end-of-the-year 2023 list. They're like, as of now, in 2023... Oh, I see. These are the 100 best shows of all time. They've got Mad Men at number two. Mad Men, Sarah, is excellent. And the way they handle certain things on that show will you will love it there's some points where it's the moon landing and someone pushes a tv into the office place and they plug it in and put it on and they all gather around for this thing this this moment in history that many of us weren't there for but kind of you have this like oh my god that's what it was like at that time right right so it's neat. If they handle a bunch of stuff during that time, too. It's really cool. At number three on Variety's list of the top 100 shows of all time, they have The Sopranos. All right. It's a good show. I don't like the ending. I, I actually think that uh, the first three seasons of that I might have given you, but that show as a whole, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm so far away from it. I People remember really love loving it. Gangster crap, though. Yeah. Even though they're animals and completely Elite savages. People love it. Number four is The Simpsons. Okay. Number five is Breaking Bad. I, I liked it. I'm surprised it's that high. Of number, all time. Number six, I know. Number six is Sex in the City. It's a good show. I don't I I can think of twenty other shows I like more than that. The Wire is number seven. I Sign- love the wire. I know you do, and that's I, I was loved the part wire. Part of the reason I did this thing was because I figured, you know, you're opinionated about TV, and I knew you liked that. Uh, Seinfeld is number eight. Seinfeld's great. Mm-hmm. The The Mary Tyler Moore Show is number nine. I've probably seen every episode of the Mary Tyler Moore Show. It's great. Number ten is not a TV. Well, it was a TV event. Roots. I remember okay. the world going crazy for Roots. Yeah, I don't remember it enough. I, I'm pretty sure I saw it. We were it kids, Vin, yeah, when we that were little kids when TV. that came out. But I, you know what? I was just thinking before you said Roots that, you know, you could probably switch Seinfeld and I Love Lucy, and I would have been just as happy with your list. Right. So there's your top 10. Uh, right. At number 11, Cheers. They've got uh, Succession at number 13. Ugh. Something called Playhouse 90 at number 19. Never heard of it. Me either. Game of Thrones at number 21. Carol Burnett Show, number 23. Then MASH. They, I, it, honestly, there's... Oh, there's Late Night with David Letterman, number 35. That was a great show. The X-Files, The Office. There's, it, honestly, if you can think of it, it's on here. Survivor's on here. It's at number... I think Survivor... Oh, here it is. Number 31. These people oh, have some taste. I can't wait taste. for you to watch the finale. It's so good. Oh, my God. So there's a ton. There's 100 on here. <laughs> Enjoy. We put it up. It's Variety's list of the top 100 shows of on TV of all time. You can find it at the Sarah and Mini Facebook page. Vincent, what's coming up in the news? Oh, boy. 
someone did guess I Love Lucy for number one, so oh. they, they were on to it. Yeah. Good for you guys. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Sorry. I was busy. You really got me into your story. I'll do some fast facts and a bunch of other stuff after these. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up, Bay Area. Mm. Amazing. With Sarah and Vinny. You stole the car and let that guy drive? Alice at 97.3. Take that money, watch it burn. Oh, that's a good one. It's Alice at 97.3, Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. Check out the Alice at 97.3 Instagram page. You'll see all the caroling from the kids from Redwood High School. Okay. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. Everything we talk oh. about on the show goes up at the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. It's the perfect uh-huh. resource for choosing your next movie or show. Make sure to stay updated on the latest celebrity trash and news stories by checking out our Facebook page. We put that Variety 100 Best TV Shows of All Time thing up there. There's a story. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so it is the first day of winter. Hello, winter. Also, it's almost Christmas, so Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you're having a great one. thank you. So far, so good, Vin. There's Thursday Night Football tonight. New Orleans at Rams. Somehow, these teams... While not being great, still have an outside chance at the playoffs. So. Good luck. I mentioned the story early this week about the possibility of us building a brand spanking new resi. Yes. Here yeah, in yeah, California, yeah. reservoir, so that we have more water stashed when we do get storms for those times when we don't get storms. Yeah. So what do you know? I also mentioned to you that often these things in the article, it talked very much about how difficult it is to get this done. And so when we, you and me or other people are having dinner or whatever and conversations go to this and we find ourselves saying, why don't they? Here's why. All right. A plan to build the largest reservoir in California in decades. The site's reservoir about... 70 miles north of Sacramento 
is being challenged by as ecologically destructive and not worth the cost in a lawsuit filed by environmental groups yesterday. Oh, boy. So the $4.5 billion project, which seeks to boost water supplies during drought times. That's what we need as a state. I remember just driving back to the state from Oregon when I was coming back to work here in 08, passing just dry waterways Mm. and even thinking to myself, oh my goodness. Like when you see it, we know we hear about drought, but you can still turn your sink on and go, "Ah." but when you drive past these dried out waterways, you really, it sort of brings it home. And so this is one of the things that I... I am excited by. I'd like us to build more reservoirs and have more stashes of water. But again, this is where that goes. They say that the environmental impact report was insufficient. It fails to address harm to fish and greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, So these are, it's just the beginning of the stuff, the hurdles they're going to have to clear. What I'd like to suggest to these environmental groups when you when you put your lawsuit out there, please suggest a location you'd be good with. Right. Like that'd be, that'd be great. How about you? How about instead of standing in the way, help move the process forward? I'm with you. I don't want to see any damage to. We've done enough damage to our planet. But how about you? If you feel like you know got a better idea, let's hear it. I'd love for you to make those suggestions in your lawsuit. Not there. But here would be good. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe try this. What if you check this out? Gavin Newsom is trying to cut through the red tape in order to get this thing built. And maybe even others, which would be nice. The more, the better. Right. We need the opinion. water. It flows directly out into the ocean. It goes down into the creeks and goes away. A lot was wasted last year when we had such an overflow. Right. And, you know, one of the things in the first article I was reading is the people responsible for keeping our waterways and keeping our water stashes, sometimes they have to let water go in order to to make room for the possibility that more water's coming. Well, they can't have those things overflow. They only can hold so much. Once so they get to that, the rest of it is wastewater. It's crazy to think, based on a hunch and some, you know, predictions— that they may be letting water go, hoping that they're doing... They, they, I mean, I'm sure they're very good at their jobs and they know what they're doing, but... Yeesh. Hope we don't need that later. Right. That's my point. Well, the anyway. thing is, we will need it later. We always need more water, and so we've got to build these reservoirs. And, and actually, lovely. The environmental activists are suing to make sure that this thing is in compliance, that we do as little harm as possible, but we need that water. We want to eat. We need to irrigate our fields. Fields themselves are our environmental nightmares. Yep. You know, ag- agriculture is not awesome for us. Well, we'll see. The yes. first lawsuit's been delivered. And so Yay! we'll see how much that slows down the possibility of a new reservoir here in California. It begins. This, this story is kind of cool. I don't have the patience for what she does, but I think it's it, what a score. Jessica Vincent. Likes to go to thrift stores. Hmm. In fact, in the story, it says, Just outside Richmond, Virginia, Jessica Vincent and her partner lead a quiet life raising polo ponies. Oh, polo ponies? They say it's hard work. And to release tension and have fun, 
they frequently go to their local Goodwill. They call it thrifting. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I do love to go and just browse around and thrift shops and, and consignment shops. I, I think that's really fun. But and, and that's cool that you do. I'm the guy that's just trying to find a spot to sit down and wait for you to finish. So that's not really my thing. Uh, Why I, don't you just leaf through the clothes that are? Hey, just I'll look I, But this. I really, I don't. No, need, there's right. not anything I need or want here. I'm just gonna. I'm trying to a pair of you know, pants for three dollars. Come on, I have pants. On. These ones are only three dollars. Anyway, they like <laughs> to go thrifting, and that's where <laughs> Vincent saw it. This is the lady, uh, Jessica Vincent. All right. A large red and green striped glass vase that seemed to be calling her name. Oh. She didn't know it then, but six months later, she would sell that vase for six figures. Mm. Oh, that's uh, I love these stories. And it and I think it's good for goodwill because people are like, I'm going and I'm just going to that looks like. Well, it looks like a piece of junk. Let's be real. But it could. <laughs> what if it is one hundred thousand dollars? Well, I the the bigger question, you know, how does how does how does a hundred thousand? and seven thousand dollar vase slipped through the cracks is it a divorce is it a death in the family how did something that was worth that much money get donated with old shoes and old pants is it good looking like what does it look like i don't think it's great looking but she says and i'll just finish the story out before i get to the picture of it she says this the place was busy that day there were people crowded in the aisles she spotted this tall vase on a middle of the shelf that she couldn't reach because people were in the way. So she walked away and continued to shop, risking someone else picking up this item, although it's butt ugly. So, you know, maybe not. It wasn't that big of a risk. She waited a half hour before circling back to get a look at it. Well, she was in there a long time. This is what they do. They're thrifters. What fun. Hmm. When I picked it up, it was magical. Oh my gosh, this is so good, she says. It just uh, had a really? look of something that was quality and different, and I always go for different, she says. Huh. She says, I'm no expert. She she had no real idea that it was worth anything, but it turned out to be, and now let me find the uh, rare Italian vase. And it's here's oh. the picture. Oh, it there looks, it is. It actually looks like a like somebody did some kind of weird painting on a wine bottle. It's like a. It's. I mean, you're saying it's a vase, but it looks like a bottle, doesn't it? Yep. It's so ugly. It's not worth a hundred thousand dollars, but it is because the artist that made it. I have to find the Italian artist's name. It's because- a light green. It's like a almost like a seafoam green and like a dark maroonish red. It honestly looks like someone just streaked paint in a circular way around it. the The glass itself is sort of irregular, so I guess maybe it has a handmade look. I uh, I would never have given that a second look. I just I don't like the color combo, and it's. <sighs> I know, dude. It's so funny. But some people just know things. I would have never even thought that was a quality. She's like, oh, it looked like quality. She snapped photos and posted them in an art glass ID group on Facebook seeking info. And right away, there was interest from Mm. members in a commenter that identified it as a Carlos Scarpa designed 
Penelate Vase by the wow. Italian glass company Vanini in 1947. What Simultaneously, she... she started getting private messages with offers. <gasps> I'll give you really? 10000 for that thing. Oh, my God. Which, credit to her, she didn't go, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's all, I'm already packing it. P- PayPal me and I will get this thing. Give me your address. I'm sending it. All right. So she, you're telling me it sold for over $100,000. $107,000. What did she pay for that vase? Three ninety nine. Oh my god! Oh my god! Fun, right? <gasps> oh, that is—is is, I think that's every thrifter's dream. That's the antiques roadshow lottery ticket right there. Right. I love that. I just love that story so much. It's that crappy looking painting that someone's like, "This is amazing." Then they they take the canvas off, and underneath is you know something by Da Vinci or or someone. I have a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, Sarah, you went to horse college. I did, yes. Uh, polo horses are somehow very different than, you know. Polo ponies. They're horses, but they're called polo ponies, and they, they are. They're, I, I don't know if they're a certain breed, but maybe they are. Uh, they are they're trained for it. They're trained to be a polo. And but I don't not, have a so, you could take a regular horse and train him to be a polo pony then. I, I don't know, actually. Oh. I, but I feel like they're thoroughbreds, uh, you know, like maybe racehorses type thing, but not the, not the huge ones. They're a little bit more compact than that. Oh. And, and I don't know much about polo. I, right. I did take a polo riding lesson one time. And I'll, one thing I will say, those horses, you know, generally speaking, if you've got something in your hand, you're winging it around. Horses are very shy of that. They they spook away from it. Uh, and they not only aren't afraid of this giant mallet that you're swinging around next to you, they know where that ball is and they're going there. They are playing oh. the game. They're playing. It's They seem to really like it. It's okay. a complete, it, it really does feel like a... A team sport, and you're on the team with the horse. It's pretty neat. It was really neat, actually. How about a fast track? Uh, You know what? Yes, please. Get me off of horses immediately. Listen to this. I'm ready. Women in Utah got the right to vote in 1870. How did they get it so much earlier? Hold on. Women in Utah got the right to vote in 1870. 50 years before the rest of the country. Oh, my God. Congress supported women voting in Utah because they thought women there would vote against the candidates that were pro-polygamy. But when women voted for the pro-polygamy candidates, Congress ripped their right to vote. Oh. oh, as in, you're not voting the way we want you to. We need you to vote and get rid of this polygamy thing, and you guys seem to be all for it. Never yeah, mind. We're, we're down. We're called Sister Wives. You ever heard of it? Mm-hmm. It's called I Would Like Tonight Off. Who's volunteering to serve as that guy? When women voted for pro-polygamy candidates, Congress passed a federal bill taking away their right to vote. Oh, those bastards. You know, I'm actually surprised that more dudes aren't into polygamy. I'm actually surprised. Is it our Quaker roots, like the whole one man, one woman BS? Like, <laughs> I, I honestly feel like if what? a dude, I, 
I'm surprised that dudes aren't into having a bunch of wives. I mean, harems, well, How do we hello? sell it to our wives that we want more of them? <laughs> Not to mention, if you're the already wives voted going, for it. If you're already finding yourself thrifting on any given day, and now you have to thrift with all your wives? <laughs> That's going to be a pricey day. Come on! Oh, that's just funny. I mean, the women voted for. I, you know what? It's so it's just so. You think angering. they really voted for it, though? I mean, they're kind of being ruled in some oh, ways, you're, right? Oh, you're saying that the, a lot of those the sister wives are, are kind of cultish and ran by the cult leader, or maybe they really liked it. Maybe they were like, "Yeah, well, you know, it's great. I get to leave sometimes. So I get my time, and some other ladies are." Doing that dude and watching the kids and making the food. I, that's my day off. I should get a day off right. when I'm in that situation. <laughs> it might be more uh, popular than you think. <laughs> our text number is. Oh, please tell me. 800-400-3697. Thank you. I didn't know this happens. What is it? Oh, boy. Dump this if this turns out something I shouldn't read on the air. <laughs> Just got my Odyssey 2023 year in review email. I spent 33,892 minutes listening to Alice, all of which was S&V, putting me in the top 1% of the station's listeners. Oh, you're a P1, baby. Thanks for all the entertainment. Old Man Chris from Vacaville. Wow, Old Man Chris from Vacaville. Thank you so much. Hey, uh... If, if anybody else is getting these, I would absolutely love to hear how many minutes you spent. And I'll, and I'll say it again. Thank you for every single one of those minutes, old man Chris, and anybody else who listens to this show. Agreed. Ditto. Uh-huh. You're the Same. ones who make it happen. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, my God. 408 says, thrifting is my favorite. Some stuff really makes you laugh, and you never know what you'll find. Oh. Low in San Jose. Is flea marketing also thrifting? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I love that. Last year, I bought a chair at an estate sale for sixty bucks. It's estimated to be worth a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. What from four one five? God, four one five. Hey, I think if you put your time into that and you're able to make that happen, you've invested your time and energy, and that's great. Incredible. You know what a lot of people do is go to those estate sales. Like when somebody passes and the family uh-huh. goes through and they grab what they want and then the rest of every single thing in there goes up. Usually they'll just set it all up in the house and then people come to the house and go through. And those are those can be – I'll bet you there's some good finds in that. Uh-huh. Some chunk of jewelry that everybody thinks isn't worth a thing or an old vase for three ninety nine. Uh, you know, someone wrote in yesterday when we were talking about, uh, power, I forget exactly how it went, but I mentioned that I still have, a, oh, it was because our PG&E bills are expected to be yeah. at least $30 more next year for the same amount of usage. And I said, my bills are kind of expensive and I have solar and I got a text that said, how could you, well, first of all, we also have gas which is where that's not affected by the solar at all. No. And we use more than we should because someone around here likes to run the gas fireplace, the one outside mm-hmm. and the one inside. Is it it's you? Nice for the. It's ambience. not me. I'm you got to cut that out, Vinny. Cut that out, Vinny. God, you got to stop it. Must be you. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not chilly all the time. That's not me. Nope. <laughs> Is it your heat? Is it the heater? Is it a gas heater? It's a gas heater, and yeah. then it's, it's the fireplaces. The two, one inside, one out. 
Because I've heard that those fireplaces are like they use zero compared to your compared to heat. Oh, I don't believe that. You might I be know, right, I but I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I've just heard that they're it's negligible. But but you know what do I know? It's like running the pilot light on your on your stove or something. Right. No, that in general isn't bad. But if you anyway. Yeah. What's coming up in the trash, Sarah? Lady Gaga, Brittany, and more. Okay, we have a real problem here. Wake You're waking up with Sarah and Vinny. Freaking amazing. Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 